The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. The Underdog Sports Podcast Network presents Hang Time, a pro basketball podcast. Welcome to the Hang Time Podcast. I'm Will Posden. I am joined uh, by my co-host from the New York Liberty, Kia Stokes. Hello, hello. And uh, Eagle will be joining us shortly. Uh, this has been so we were I was open to us taking a week off, but so much happened in this last week that we decided. I mean, really, yesterday was like the the cannonball that broke the camel's back. It was like how can we how can we skip this week at this point um but so right. much, so much happened there's crazy stuff that happened that we probably won't even get to but let's start with uh just one of the most endearing sports stories in in a while well there's a couple of them but the, let's start with the more the more uh fun one which is that the team USA uh the women's team won the women's world cup and uh, they had a big parade in New York. And I got to be honest, this was like one of those sports stories where the whole time it was happening, I could see all these people around me just like getting sucked in, being, you know, enjoying it. And I just mm-hmm. I just got on the bandwagon late. It was like the championship. And I was like, oh, I wish I'd been a part of this the whole time. But uh, I did watch the, the World Cup final. What about did you how did this do in terms of getting on your radar? Um, I definitely watched it. So when this, I don't, I don't know which uh, game it was, but um, I was still playing over in Serbia, so I ended up watching um one of the games we had a night off, and since that game, I think I got to watch like the next three. So after like I was able to see the first game, and I was like, oh shit, yeah, I forgot they playing. Like let me get <laughs> back on this. Um, so then I got to watch you know the rest. So I was really glad, and luckily my schedule worked out, and I was able to watch all of them um up until. You know, they won the whole thing. So it was good. I'm happy. They're as good as hell. I mean, they're dope. <laughs> everybody, not everybody, but I feel like a lot of people don't like them, which makes them even more likable to me. Uh, you know, because, like, yeah, there's some badass chicks. They're good. They won. They talk shit. They're but, smart. Yeah, they back it up, too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love it. I think what's really interesting about them is they're the rare thing where – with some people who disagree with them, they're divisive. But with other people who disagree with them, it's like, well, let's give these girls a chance. They just brought home the World Cup trophy to America. Like people are hearing them out, which I think is awesome. Like they're actually that's to me, that's my favorite thing about this, even beyond just that we kicked a bunch of countries asses in soccer is that uh, <laughs> people are like, OK, well, what do they have to say? And People have been more supportive than I thought of, like some moderately subversive thoughts in terms of (laughs) our political landscape and stuff like that. Yeah. um, Well, I feel like maybe just because of who I like am and who I hang out with and, you know, who I follow on social media. But, you know, I've seen. 90% 90% positive stuff. Um, but I'm sure if, you know... No, I think I it's around there. People's news. 
if I was to go to some other people's news feeds, I'm pretty sure it would be the complete opposite. So I think it's just like kind of who you're around. Well, it's but, no, I think that you're, you, I think you're getting a better taste of how the majority of people feel. Cause I think most people are being positive around them and then a few people are being negative. It's like everybody, every, to, to me, I don't think in my lifetime I've ever seen an artist have a higher approval rating than Andre 3000. Everybody in the world, even grandmothers, love Andre 3000. Everybody loves Andre 3000. I bet I could find 10 people on Twitter who don't like him, but still, I can still say everybody in the world loves Andre 3000, even if 10 people yeah, on Twitter Yeah, but it's don't. different. I mean, of course they won, and everybody's happy that they won, but she basically told Trump, like, I ain't going, <laughs> like, whether we win or not. I'm not going. So... If you, like, look at this country. Trump won. He won the presidency. So he has millions and millions of followers and supporters. So yeah. I guarantee you, they do not fuck with the women's team or Megan Rapino. Like, they don't. But I, luckily, yeah. well, I don't have many of those Trump supporters on my timeline. Sure. So it's different. That's, That's my thing. It's like, it's one thing. If she wouldn't have said the Trump thing, I think it'd be more people would be more accepted. But because people support Trump so much, of course, that's going to make people mad. But and here's, of course, that they want to want to fuck with them because of that. The crazy thing to me, though, is that even though some of the people who ride with Trump are like, fuck them, a lot of people who are probably Trump supporters are like, I support that their athletic achievement, like are treating them. With some respect. That's the thing that's crazy to me is like, um, and I love, obviously I love basketball and I love the Golden State. I love a lot of the players on the Golden State Warriors. They're not my team, but I really love watching them play. But when the Golden State Warriors and Steve Kerr uh, were like, fuck Trump, people were like, shut up and play basketball. Basically was the sentiment. But what was interesting is when Popovich said the same thing, people were like, well, he's a pretty smart guy. And they're treating – I feel like they're treating the women's national team more like Popovich than like the Warriors. And I'm not sure exactly why. Um, maybe it's just because people tuned in to dislike them and then watched how they played and were like, you ever get converted by something that's so separate from the actual issue? Like you're like – this artist, I don't like this artist, and then they put out a song. Like, that happened to me, I'll be honest, that happened to me with Childish Gambino. I was like, fuck Childish Gambino. And then he just put out great stuff, and I was like, I really like Childish Gambino. And I think the U.S. women's team did that to a lot of people. Um, Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. That never happened to me before. I either like you or I don't. Yeah? I mean, I could be indifferent. Well, that's why they call you... Then- choose to like you but that's why they call you the snap jump. i don't like you it's hard to change <laughs> okay well then people people will know if they meet you they have to make a good first impression because uh yeah you're not changing your mind about them yeah uh, pretty much okay do, eagle just got here do you have any thoughts on the women's national team it's great it's great it's, it's not only is it great it's the only like i you know i try to be fair in arguments i think it's the only money argument in sports between women and men that it's like between the U.S. teams, I would agree with you. It's like so – there's no argument against them making less money. There's no – you have no reason for them to be making less money. You can't say like, oh, revenue or they're like the lesser of the two. It's They're obviously the ones that generate the most money. Well, with all of well, – I mean, I mean, you know this better than anyone, Kia, but with all of women's sports, 
uh, for the most part, the argument is that women get paid the same percentage of revenue exactly. as men. And that's like an obvious thing. And then people go, but the men generate more. We're talking about a percentage of revenue. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like if you're everybody's selling, uh, they're selling magazines, and you keep twenty five percent of the revenue of the magazines you sold. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you sell fifty or ten; you're keeping the same percentage. But the women's national team generates as much money outside of the World Cup as uh, the men's team, I believe. So it's like mm-hmm. they should be paid the exact same amount. Yeah, they should be paid the exact same amount. For sure. sure. Yeah. Uh, exactly. You see that uh, Megan is dating uh, UConn alum Sue Bird? That's old news. Oh, yeah, well, to me or Eagle? Not, no, to, to <laughs> you, Kia, but it's not old news to everybody listening. I assume that you know. <laughs> but there's, well, they've I mean, been together for a while now. Yeah, well, not everybody that listens can text them, like, you know. They don't have mutual <laughs> friends with Sue that. Bird. Sue Bird came out with the Players' Tribune thing, like, last year or the year before, where she, like, officially came out as gay, even though the whole world basically knew it. Um, and then she talked about Megan and that, I think. Okay, I didn't know I she know. talked maybe about I, Megan and that. Maybe I'm biased because I, we just know. Like, maybe it is different, or it's eye-opening to the the outside world i don't know no nah, don't back down kid <laughs> he he preaching old news to everybody yeah man. eagle you know about this since Hell when yeah <laughs> i've been new man i knew since before sue knew i, I, I knew uh so uh, yeah yeah see you know <laughs> who uh do you have any like sports biases in terms of like sports uh where you'd like be more inclined to date the athletes like where, where would you lean between the sock between a soccer player and a basketball player Wait, what? Like, do you have like dating preferences? Yeah, sports-wise? Do you have, like, what type does of that athlete factor, do you want to be with? Does that factor in at all? Because, um, I mean, I just know. I don't know. It would just be hard <laughs> for me to date another pro athlete. I just see what goes on. I know how the game goes. I just, I just couldn't trust them, and that's a big deal for me. Okay. I, just, I just don't think I could do it. Even if, I mean, I could like. What if it's an individual I could do, sport? Like, a casual. Uh, no, that's even worse. A gymnast is worse than a basketball player? No, I'm saying if you at the top of your game, first of all, gymnasts are tiny. <laughs> that's so, true. But I'm just saying, let's say you're, you're like a tennis star or something. If you're at the top of your game, everybody knows you. You're going to have mad people always around. Like I No, I just don't. I don't like it. I feel you. Yeah. I hear. I mean, I, I would not. Uh, I would just go for it, I think. But I... I I can respect that. Uh, well, we got a uh, we got a lot of basketball news to talk about. Let's let's pivot there. Uh, I guess we're gonna start with the trade that happened yesterday. So Russell Westbrook is uh, he's a Houston Rocket, and Chris Paul is on the Oklahoma City Thunder. So Eagle, do you have a you have a new favorite team? Um, no, 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 because I wasn't because OKC OKC wasn't my favorite team before, so I don't have a new favorite team. However, uh, honestly, bro, I don't I don't think uh, I think it's it's they're gonna be slightly better than when they had Chris Paul. Like it's not gonna be that big of a difference. And yeah. I love Westbrook. I just is that that big of a difference? Like Chris Paul is not a terrible point guard. You don't think that it's uh, they're a title contender now, or you think they were before? Um, I. <sighs> Honestly, dog, it's all about the Clippers and the Lakers. Let's be real. Okay. I mean, like, listen, like, it's <laughs> it's cool to see Westbrook and Harden back together. Yeah. And I think they're gonna do better than they than Chris Paul and Harden did. 
But that's not a championship combination. I mean, Chris Paul and Harden got within a game of the finals when, you know, two years ago. They would have beaten probably Yeah, but not this past year. Sure, that's true. And I, I, I don't know. I, I just don't see that as a championship combination. I just see them fucking up in the playoffs. I think they're going to have a really good regular season record. Yeah. And I think in the playoffs, at some point, they're going to fuck up when they need to gel together. I think they need a light-touch shooter. If I was the Rockets, I would have threw in Eric Gordon or whoever and tried to get Gallinari. I think that's the kind of guy they need to make that team work. Keo, what about you? What do you think of uh, this new Rockets team? Um, I'm excited for it. I think it's cool to see um, James and Westbrook back together. Yeah. Um, just because I feel like, you know, when they played together, James Harden's role was so much different than what he is now. So I'm very interested to see how they work together. Um, well, yeah, it'll be good. I think they'll be tough. I don't know who's going to get all the shots. Uh, I feel like that <laughs> might be a, a little bit of a problem, but I'm sure they'll figure it out. That is the most interesting thing, because I think the offense makes the most sense with Westbrook running the show and kicking it to Harden and Harden attacking like off of mismatches and stuff. But I mean, Harden's proven he can be an efficient offense by himself. But you know what though? I, I actually yeah. take back my my, my uh pessimism. <laughs> I, I, I take it back. This is why I take it back. I was thinking about it, right? Okay, so You're thinking the Lakers, about it four minutes ago. The Lakers, yeah. The Lakers have two top five players now, right? Yeah. And the Clippers well, have two I, top ten players. I mean, I don't have Anthony Davis top five, but sure. You're crazy. But the the, the Clippers have two top ten players. Yeah. And honestly, bro, now I think about it, the Rockets have two top ten players now. Yep, I agree. So I don't know. I don't know. Just that alone is pretty amazing. I, Maybe they do have a shot because, I don't know, two top ten players. They have a ton of talent. I do, they need a small forward that can lock people down. Like, I guess P.J. Tucker can, but I feel like P.J. Tucker's at his best guarding bigs, especially in the playoffs, you know? So I think they need like a Trevor Reza type or somebody like that because Aragorn's too small to guard bigger small forwards. I think I think uh, Westbrook has more people to pass to now. Yes, which is you know people keep talking about like is there enough balls to go around like he's gonna shoot 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 but it's like I don't know he leads the league in assists like he might just just he, become more of a distributor. He's on this never team. had a shooting guard in, since Harden left. I mean pa- yeah, of Paul George he was is kind pulling of the trigger shoot. a lot, but yeah. like he that, leads the league in assists. He might just pass the ball all season. Yeah. No, I think that this situation, especially if they can surround Westbrook with shooting, is uh, the best um, situation that Westbrook's had. I do think that there were better situations out of it. Man, I'll be honest. I was hoping he ended up on the Timberwolves. I think him and Carl Anthony Towns need each other. That would have been beast. Like, Carl Anthony Towns needs— Was that even an option? It was— Yeah. Well, it was, like, talked about. It would have been basically—you know how they gave up— it was like Chris Paul plus two picks and two pick swaps for mm-hmm. uh, for Westbrook. It would have been the same deal, but Wiggins instead of Chris Paul um, was uh. like the rumor. But, I mean, Chris Paul is a better player, but I feel like if you're Oklahoma City, the best thing to do is bottom out and just start drafting, like using all these draft picks. So that's what I, I would have done. But they they value Chris Paul way above Wiggins, especially if they're going to flip Chris Paul to somebody else. But I, I don't. Yeah. I don't even know where that would be. I mean, I thought maybe like Orlando or he can't go back to Detroit because him and Blake are on bad terms. So it's really like Orlando or is Toronto going to trade for Chris Paul? Like, who are these teams where Chris Paul could fit I in? I'll say it time and time again. I and heard maybe Miami. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, Miami with Butler. But I'll say it time and time again. Nobody likes when I say this, and you know, hates bashing. <laughs> but I just 
I'm not a Chris Paul fan. I've never yeah. been a Chris Paul fan. I feel like he's been super overrated. People talk about Westbrook being overrated. I'm like the most overrated player I've seen is Chris Paul. Like he, to be supposedly such a phenomenal point guard, and for years people are like, he's the perfect point guard. He's such a great <laughs> point guard. It's like, nigga, win. Like point guards yeah. are supposed to guide their team into wins, and he's never had a bad team, and yet he can't win. And it's like that alone is just like, and his attitude's always shitty, and people don't like playing with him. As for such a great point guard, people don't like playing with him. Chris Paul uh, has a little bit of the Peyton Manning syndrome where you love his off-the-court personality and he kills it during the regular season. And then he gets a little tight and in his own head in the playoffs. And we all don't want to talk about it because we love his commercials. <laughs> <laughs> but Peyton Manning's won, hasn't he? Yeah, but Peyton Manning, if you rewatch the Super Bowl that he won uh, with the Colts, he was going against a Bears team that had a terrible offense. And the Colts defense played great. And they won like they scored 20 points. You know, Tom Brady's never scored. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Brady in his recent Super Bowls, it was like 30, 40 points. Yeah, I just yeah. don't I don't like the elite, you know, like the elitism of like, oh, Chris Paul's that yeah. dude. Like he's the best point guard. And it's like there's so many other great point guards that actually win, that their teammates like them. Well, they have better numbers. There's never been this many great point guards at the same time, though. There's just never in the history of the NBA sure, and the never. history of basketball. So Chris Paul. But that, that's my argument. Why is Chris Paul such a big deal to people? I think if you drop Chris Paul in uh, the Magic Johnson bird era, maybe he's a hair below Isaiah, but not by a lot. But like, yeah, but if you drop any of these point guards in that that's era, the they're all a hair below Isaiah. Some if of not them are better. above. Yeah. I, think, I think a lot of them are better than Isaiah, to be honest. They're just not better than Magic. Yeah, I think I think uh, one of them, if he gets one more ring, might be better than Magic, and people are going to hate it if, if people's... I don't know. I think Steph Curry is maybe one or two rings from people going... You're crazy. I Why do you keep saying these crazy <laughs> things? I That's how I feel. I think Last Andre week, Godala Anthony Davis was like a top 40 player. No, no, And now Steph 40. Curry's better than Magic Johnson. You're out of your mind, no, no. bro. I think there's oh a path. Gosh. There is no path, bro. Look at the numbers. So he, if he won He averages, more. what, six assists a game? He's not touching Magic Johnson, bro. Yeah, it's but... It's not even close. He's scoring... At a crazy Does break. he have HIV? No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Can he play sick? Because if he can't play sick. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, so, Kia, was there, was there any other team you would have liked to see uh, Westbrook on besides the Rockets, or you're pretty happy with them here? Um, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't really care, to be honest. Um, but I think it makes it more interesting with him going to the Rockets. Like, I'm just excited for like a good season of good basketball. I think um, every game can be super competitive and it's going to be a lot of head-to-head competitions, which is what I'm really most looking forward to. So I'm happy that he's on the Rockets. Like I said, I don't care what team he went to, but you know, I'm not mad about it. Which, uh, which matchup in the West are you most excited about? Uh, first of all, LA versus LA. Yeah. I think that's just the... Um, that's the glitziest. LA versus... Yeah, I want to see L.A. versus the Golden State just because I wanted to whoop their ass. <laughs> um, I mean, the Lakers. Well, the Clippers, too, to be honest. That's um, like that's like then... that kid that gets a growth spurt in fifth grade and goes and beats up his bully who's still, like, the same height as he was. It's like it's not fair anymore. It's like the, everybody knows that uh, the Warriors are depleted. And now everybody, everybody probably is going to still show out against the Warriors and, like, beat them by 40 or try to at least. They're not. Yeah, they're not going to get beat by 40. No, they're but not they're that gonna, bad. But, like, teams, the good teams are going to really enjoy sticking it to the Warriors when they play them now. They're going to be too physical and just, huh. Yeah, Steph's going to be, like, kind of Davidson light this year. 
No, they're not that bad. I mean, D'Angelo is probably going to be the second best regular season player. I think they're going to trade D'Angelo. You I don't think, think so? they're keeping him. I think he's a trading piece. Where do you think he would go? Uh, at this point in the NBA, who knows? I mean, Minnesota Yo, this is, is the, the craziest I've guard. ever seen the NBA be. It's like you don't even know what's going to happen. That's the weirdest thing about Chris yes, Paul. Man. That's the weirdest thing about Chris Paul is that he's one of the greatest point guards of all time, and every team's Boo. like, but he's every, not. He is. But every team's <laughs> like, God, we don't not. need a point guard. There's almost. Like almost every. What team. makes him one of the greatest point guards ever? Please tell me. I'm so confused about this. I mean, I don't understand why people worship. What's this he guy. been to? Like 11 All Star games, and he's. But why? How many why he's been voted in by, by by fans? He but was, what makes him actually worth it? I mean, his his efficiency, his assisted turnover ratio is crazy. His assistant turnover ratio. Yeah, that's is like the crazy. most important thing for a point guard. I know <laughs> if you're if you're a Westbrook stand, you want to see the guy jump over the backboard every time. But like assisted turnover, I want to see the important. guy lead the league in assists. I want I want to see the guy actually get wins. You know, I want to see the guy actually be able to direct a team where the teammates don't I mean, hate him. Chris Paul's gotten wins. His Clippers teams were all Ooh, oh, their top three. Man, did they lose in the playoffs they, all the time? Yeah, constantly. Sure. Wow. Sure. Wow. But tack like he didn't get the regular season wins. I'm just don't saying, count. It's, it's amazing to me that people will attack athletes that aren't point guards like like shooting guards and small forwards for not winning rings and be like oh they're not the greatest because they didn't win rings and here's a point guard a point guard yeah. who didn't win rings and people are like definitely one of the greatest it's like what are you talking about he's a point guard well i think that who had teammates that were good i think the the people who you go they're the greatest and other people are attacking them i would agree with you that they're also great like there's a lot of guys who are great who i think are way underrated like Dude, people forget that Blake Griffin was amazing. Oh, God. All right. All right. You know what? <laughs> Kia, do you hear this? I know you don't want to bash players. Am but I like, crazy? Will is like out of his mind every week. He's like, let's talk about the greatest. Definitely Blake, Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin was a top three power forward in the NBA for eight years. That's really hard to do. Oh my I mean, he was a beast for a minute. I'm not going to lie about that. But I just feel like... <laughs> What does he have to show for it? That sounds uh, yes. bad. Okay, I'll but... say this, and um, you guys are going to hate this. I think Blake Griffin had a better career than Vince Carter. That's absurd. No, that I, is crazy. I, I believe what? that. I think Blake Griffin. He first of all, he got way further in the playoffs year after year. Uh, he was. It doesn't just matter how far you get. Did he win? Up. They both lost. They both lost. I mean, I'm not going to compare <laughs> Blake Griffin to like Hakeem Olajuwon or something. But no, and Vince Carter made it far in the playoffs when he was with the Nets. Did he go to the seventh or miss the playoffs? You still lost. You a loser. Absolutely. (laughs) No, that's such a no. I so disagree with that. So you think that if you lose in the finals, that's the same as losing in the first round? You guys both think LeBron's the greatest player of all time. He (laughs) lost in the finals a bunch. Losing in the finals is really good. It is really impressive. No, it sucks. He's still a loser. (laughs) So Russell Westbrook's a loser. loser. I think that guy's a winner. You said what? I think Russell Westbrook's a winner. I I mean, all professional too, athletes are definitely winners. <laughs> you know what I love? I love a guy who loses in the first round every year, but then wins a gold with the Olympic team and is like, see, I was a winner the whole time. And it's like, yeah, your starting five yeah. was LeBron, Melo, D. Wade, and you guys beat Bosnia. <laughs> I love it, but it's hey, funny to me. Bosnia is good. They're not bad. They're in the finals. They're winners still to me. If you lose in the finals to the American team, you're all, still a winner. All I'm saying is like, if Iverson would have won six rings, all time great, Allen Iverson. People would have been like, maybe that's the greatest player ever. Yes. So Chris Paul losing constantly, is he in the same category as Iverson? He's not even close. I Iverson's a better a player than Chris below. Paul. I put him a little bit below Iverson. But why do we why do we justify him losing? As if he's not a point guard. Iverson was a shooting guard. He was a two. Sure. 
it, Chris Paul was a point guard. Well, he was a combo guard. guard like Harden, where the whole offense ran through him, even but, though he, he was a two. The, so what? The whole offense can run through Michael Jordan. He's still a two. Yeah. The whole offense runs through LeBron. He's still a three. The, the Shaq is still a five. Like it, the offense can run yeah. through you. That doesn't change your position. Sure. He was a two. I don't know why you're so prejudiced against I, point I, guards I, I, no, who I don't just have don't, championships. Because point guards are looked at to lead the team. Kia, am I wrong? They're the coach yeah, on the floor. <laughs> are point guards not looked at to kind of lead the team, even if they're not the best player on the team? They definitely are. It's either point guards or, like, your most oldest vet. Like, one of those two. Exactly. So yeah. I put the blame on Chris Paul, where I'm like, dog, if you couldn't win with good teammates around you, you suck. I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> care about sucks. his ratio. He can't win. He's a point guard. Yeah, I, I would I would disagree with that. Be a leader, Chris Paul. <laughs> Every other great point guard is one. You can't That's name not a, true at all. Dog, dog, name top five greatest point guards right Gary now. Gary Payton is a, a He's John not a top Stockton, five greatest John point guard. John Stockton is. I mean, I, I think Gary Payton's underrated. But Gary Payton and John Stockton are both amazing point guards who never won championships. I'll give you John Stockton. Okay, thank you. And I you. love Gary, Pay- Gary Payton. I do, but yeah. he's not top five. Okay, who are the top five point guards? We got Magic, Magic Johnson, winner, Steph Curry, winner. Hold on, hold on. Magic, winner. Sure, Steph, Steph if you want to put him in there, winner. Might put Isaiah, him on. Winner. Yeah. Jordan couldn't even beat Isaiah, dog. That's a great point guard. Yeah. Well, I mean, he beat him eventually, but yes. Yeah, when he was 40. No. Was a- <laughs> <laughs> you have, like, the time, the chronology of, like, a time traveler. <laughs> When he was 40. Yeah, the year after he lost to him. where Isaiah Every won the great point guard was a winner. And Chris Paul's not. So would you put somebody like Chauncey Billups or Tony Parker above Chris Paul because they have championships? No. Okay. I wouldn't go that far. Okay. But there's point guards in the NBA now I'd put <laughs> above Chris Paul. Okay. Like who? Like which winners? I'd put Westbrook above Chris Paul because they're both losers. <laughs> At least Westbrook averages triple doubles every year. <laughs> he is a way And Westbrook plays harder than any other NBA player maybe ever. Yeah, no, he does play super hard. Oh, we we forgot about Oscar Robertson as a top. Oscar player. Robertson, yeah, yeah. another winner. But he never won before he had Kareem. He won. <laughs> okay, I bet <laughs> if you gave Kareem to Chris Paul, I yeah, he know. still wouldn't win because Chris Paul's had great players and still he's lost. had great players like Blake Griffin, who's a like James one Harden. Of the greats. Uh, yeah, J- well, James Harden. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I, I mean, I think that Chris Paul is a loser. I don't think he's a loser. I think that he's <laughs> he's great, but I think that um, he never was in the perfect situation, and I think he does get in his own head in the playoffs because I, I understand that impulse. I mean, it's it's a lot of pressure. Oh, oh, it's a lot of pressure. Wait, a pressure. Key, I couldn't hear you because Eagle was fake crying about Chris Paul, <laughs> <laughs> to make fun of Chris Paul. <laughs> what do you said, th- um, isn't Chris Paul always hurt in the playoffs? Yeah. Well, that's the other thing about Chris Paul, why I empathize with him, is because he has, like, a body that one of my friends could have. And if you throw that into a playoff game, it's like, that's grueling, man. Like, he's hurt, but it's like, he looks like if a guy got thrown into a boxing match, he's just, like, trying to hang in there off of pride. Like, these guys are playing so hard and being so physical, and he's being physical. Dude, he was being physical with Durant uh, two years ago. He was guarding him, and it's like, this guy's got a foot on you and he's putting his elbow down onto your nose and you're like trying to do i mean i think that chris paul has a lot of heart but i do think he gets a little tight in the playoffs oh, he's, really <laughs> tight in the play- he's not clutch every other player gets criminalized for not being clutch chris paul it's like well that's just the one thing i don't get it's it Peyton Manning. he's Peyton, so loved Peyton, i don't get how loved chris well, paul is Peyton no Manning, one shows him any realistic hate no but Peyton manning also was not clutch i mean Peyton manning was great but he got worse in the playoffs if you make Funny commercials, 
People will forgive you for not being clutch. Is that what this That's is? That's what it is. Is it because he has good commercials? <laughs> yeah. Dude. So Allstate, right? He's with Allstate? Yeah, Allstate. Allstate is the reason he has a good career in people's eyes? Yeah. This is absurd. It's a big factor. Wow. It's, it's absurd. Dude, Peyton Manning was most famously affiliated with Papa John's, and nobody's mad at him. <laughs> Who are you putting Chris Paul ahead of all-time point guard-wise? Uh... I would put him ab- above Tony Parker, even though Tony Parker That's fine. Is. I think there's so many great point guards right now that are better than Chris Paul. I wouldn't. I mean, I put Chris Paul above Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry just won a championship. Sure, Damian Lillard above Chris Paul, hands down. I would agree with that. I think it's not even close. I, I think it's close. How? How is it close? <laughs> because How? Chris Paul has like the best assist to turnover ratio. The the one last. stat. One stat. He also kills Dame in assists. He just gets. I mean, Westbrook and Harden oh are the only God. guys getting. Oh okay. my God, Kia! Kia's like driving away. It sounds like Kia. He's he's a great no, point guard. His teammate averages more assists than him. That makes sense. Yeah, this is absurd. I don't know. People give a they give a lot of uh, credence if you do a funny commercial. They like they they love you for that. Especially if you're an athlete. If you're an athlete, the comedians who wrote that commercial. Are I know the reason the why Chris thing. Paul has a great career. This is absurd. I mean, look at look at Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley's like. The most popular guy from that era, because he's funny. It's like no, because Charles Barkley was a beast. He was a beast, but there's he was a beast. there's guys who were as good. I mean, people hate Carl Malone for good reason. You can Google good reasons to hate Carl Malone, but there's like a lot of guys from that. Nobody even knows what Hakeem's voice sounds like. Hakeem was like a basketball genius. Yeah, but everyone knows Hakeem was better than Charles Barkley. Yeah, everyone but- worships Hakeem Olajuwon. True. But people love Charles Barkley more, even though Hakeem was better at well, everything. He's fun. He's lovable. But yeah. I mean, like, nobody says he's a better player. People are saying Chris Paul is one of the best players. And I'm like, that's craziness. Yeah. I think that a lot of people are going to have to adjust. Because you know what it's like? It's like Chris Paul came out with this. Uh, he When he came out, he was like one of the only amazing, amazing point guards. So like him yes. and Darren Williams. When he first started, yeah, for sure. Now there's like 11 guys better than Darren Williams ever was. And better. Chris Paul. Too. Some of them are better than Chris Paul. I agree with you about Dame. I agree with you about Russ. I think, but I do think it's close. I'm just happy you said you agree with me about Russ. I can move <laughs> on now. That's all I need. <laughs> Russell Westbrook's better. I can move on. I'm you sorry that I was harping yeah. for so long. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, there, dude, there's so much stuff that happened this week, and so let I'll just throw stuff out there, and you let me know if you guys cared about it and had any thoughts about it. Uh, did you guys uh, see? Coco Goff killing it at uh at Wimbledon at all. She's the fifteen oh, year old. Fifteen year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I love her. She's yeah, great. me too. She uh, Kia, did you do you watch that at all or see any of the soundbites? Yep, I sure did. Um, I was super sad when she lost though, but she's only fifteen. Like she's gonna be around for a while, so you know, yeah. I'm excited for. Her. Dude, she handled herself so well. Like every interview, she was just killing it she was funny she had like the instagram post of her reacting to celebrity shout outs she was like oh tina Knowles retweeted me does that mean beyonce knows who i am it was so cool yeah i think it's dope yeah like i can't even imagine myself at 15 like when i was 15 i was (laughs) doing who knows what like well you know like a teenager the fact that you don't want to say on this podcast is indicative (laughs) of what you were doing (laughs) I mean, I was still working hard, don't get me wrong, but yeah. I'm just saying to be like on that professional stage at 15 with millions of people watching you and you beat Venus, like yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. And then she beat the next person she had and then she, I mean, yeah, she's going to be great. I actually think like I was watching her and I was like, she's going to be 
a sports celebrity for like 20 years. Like I just yeah, thought she's, she's a star. She's got it. Yep. All right, cool. Well, that's uh, anything else about her? I'm just a huge fan. Cool. Like nah, her. keep doing your thing. Okay. Yep. Uh, ASAP Rocky got arrested in Sweden. You guys see anything about you oh, guys? Oh, man. No? Um, you know, there's <laughs> I the... Mean... Go ahead, Kia. Go ahead. No, you no, sh- no, you go. I, there's the double argument. There's the argument of, like, you know, some people are, like, good for him because of what he said about, you know, Ferguson and all the different black problems. I didn't know about What did he say? He said, like, I'm not... He's like, I don't live in Ferguson. I don't live in these areas where these things happen. I live in Soho and Beverly Hills. I'm ASAP Rocky. I'm not black. Like, it's like mm-hmm. that type of energy where it's like, he ain't really give a fuck. So people are like, oh, cool. Now you remember that you're black. Yeah. And it's like... It's whatever. Hopefully they free him. That's got to be pretty sucky to be in a different country, locked up. Um, I don't even know how racist Sweden is. I know nothing about that. It might not be a race thing. It might be something else. I don't think it was racial because in the video, it's two guys who are of Middle Eastern descent who are like following him. They're like skater dudes and they're like following him to like try to join his entourage kind of like they just seem kind of drugged out. Honestly, they're like walking kind of like zombie-ishly following the entourage and like they keep trying to talk to the bouncer and uh, like his bodyguard in slurred speech and then eventually the bodyguard breaks one of their headphones and then they won't uh go away they keep antagonizing the bodyguard and it's like a 10 minute video and it leads to a fight on the street um I where think, yeah go i think sometimes it's not you know like like i said like we both said it's probably not racism right but I think there's prejudice in other ways. Like, I think rappers deal with prejudice. Just the mm-hmm. fact that he's a rapper makes him look worse in the situation. People are like, oh, rappers are thugs, da da da. And now, you know, he's got to deal with that, which sucks. Well, he yeah, d- I agree. For sure. There's um, a girl on my team, um, Amanda, that we be. She's from Sweden. So it's like everything I've heard from her, like, Sweden is great. You know, she's black. She loves her country, like, very prideful. So I think it's definitely more like the rapper stereotype than the, like, being black. Yeah, I think, though, I think there is also an aspect of when you're a famous person, especially in some in certain countries, people act like if they're a fan of yours, then they own you and they like get exclusive rights to like they can go up to you and talk to you for hours. And ASAP's like, I don't want to. But I do think that when they do start when the bouncer or the bodyguard and ASAP start beating up the kids like they go too hard. So I got to see this video. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's all out there. I mean, initially they only released the clip where they're beating them up too hard without the 10 minutes of these guys won't leave them alone. I also understand if, like, fearing for your safety when two strangers won't leave you alone. How bad do they beat these kids up? Uh, Well, the bodyguard, like, knocks, throws one of them across the street, so he's, like, on the ground winded, oh and ASAP God. starts, like, punching and kneeing him in the head. But you got to remember. I kind of want to watch this video. It sounds entertaining. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to watch ASAP Rocky beat somebody up. It sounds fun. I mean, the thing is that when somebody won't leave you alone, it gets a little scary after a point. Even, and the kids are smaller than them. They're like skaters. They look like they could be 16. But, um, but yeah, it's still scary when somebody won't leave you alone. Yeah, but you know what? Now that I'm hearing this story, I mean, I still got to watch the video, but it kind of sounds like, I don't know. Maybe ASAP deserves a little bit of time over there. I don't know how much time, but I mean, at the end of the day, if they ain't touched them first, you got to handle that better. Especially as ASAP, you need to let your entourage beat them up. Like, well, what are you doing getting involved? You're crazy. It's a great point. Yeah. The kids do get in ASAP's 
uh, bodyguard's face. Like they're like invading. But that's the not ASAP's face. I don't understand sure. why ASAP Rocky doesn't have the presence of mind to be like, oh yeah, I have more to lose than my entourage. Sure. I would agree with that. And you're not in America. Like, you're in a foreign country. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. crazy. Like, dog. Like, you got to know better. You're well, in a foreign country. Exactly. Like, you don't even know what their laws are. Well, the manager, ASAP's manager, he was like, this. Uh, they are keeping ASAP in inhumane conditions. And Sweden, and Al Sharpton also was like, I heard the conditions are inhumane. And Sweden was immediately like, oh, these are pictures of our prison. It's this prison that ASAP's in is nicer than ever, every prison ever built in America by a hundred. <laughs> it's like a, a hotel in America. Our prisons are so much better than yours. Shut the fuck up. And that was pretty funny. <laughs> oh, damn. Just like, I'm if sure you're, they are. Yeah. I'm sure they're so much better than America. Look, they got that show Locked Up Abroad that shows brutal prisons around the world. No episodes in Sweden. <laughs> Sweden's got, it's like Russia <laughs> and Brazil where the, and Thailand. What's it sure. looking like? Is there an estimate of when he's going to get out? No, they, uh, there's uh, people, some of his friends are protesting. They're canceling shows in Sweden. Uh, Travis Scott canceled his show in Sweden. Some other rapper did who I wasn't aware even was friends with ASAP. I think Cardi did. I think Cardi canceled his show in Sweden, too. I can see that. She's a New York So rapper. the thing with the artists canceling shows, like, is that really going to hurt their economy that they cancel a show? I feel like you're... Hurting the fans more than well, you're like, bumming out country. fans. But if you're bumming out fans, I mean, on some level, what? Yeah, what gonna do like storm the prison, like prison break. <laughs> like I don't understand. Yeah, like I just, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, okay, you can boycott Sweden because you perform there because they're holding ASAP, but I don't think that their revenue really affects like the country. I, I just really don't. It think doesn't affect the country. Anything. But the thing is, of those fans. Some of them are going to be mad at the artist, but a lot of them are going to be mad at their government's rep- like their representative in government. Like, you guys are corny. yeah, and then what? They vote for the other person. I don't know. I mean, I I just yeah. See, I don't think it can do anything. I know that sounds like wrong, but like, what are these artists canceling the shows really going to do? All right, the fans are mad. Oh, this is crazy. Let it free him. Let him out. What do you think and if if Trump like, arrested Drake? Do you think that would affect him in an election? If he like locked Drake up for loitering or something, you think he still still get has all of his base? Probably, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like there's so much more than just the president saying I want him arrested. Like, yeah, we have a whole system that could get Drake free. Like they have a whole system that could get ASAP free. I'm assuming. Yeah, they do. Like I don't understand if they're mad at if they're mad at the whole government are they going to overthrow the whole government like what's interesting to me is I'm like, trying to figure out what it's going to do how is he gonna because he'll be out soon enough I mean he, he's it's not like a lifelong charge he'll no. be out within a year but like my thing is how does this affect the stuff he raps about because technically it's not even an American problem so it's like, well, you're going to come right. over here and talk shit about the Swedish government? Like, nobody wants to listen to that. This isn't a Meek Mill type of situation. It's like, everybody's going to be like, okay. Ace. First of all, like, I, I, I personally think ASAP was falling off already as it was. He's been, I think, I think ASAP has a classic hip hop problem of they tell him, you're also going to be one of the great actors or you're going to be in movies. And he's like, oh, well, then I'll focus on movies. And it's like, well, yeah. yeah. And it's just. I don't know. Hopefully he doesn't talk about this shit on his next album because I don't think anybody wants to hear about Swedish jail. Swedish government tried to to bring me down. They couldn't stop me. Yeah, like it just sounds corny. Sure. 
Uh, okay, next thing I got on here, uh, Nick Young said that Steve Kerr rolls the best blunts in the NBA. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Who said it? Nick Young said Steve Kerr, coach of the Golden State Warriors, rolls the best blunts in the NBA. What? I mean, he got back pain, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. crazy. That would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. They did win a ring. He could have celebrated, rolled a blunt. Yeah, they're not drug testing after the championship. Do they even drug test coaches? I doubt they drug test coaches. Yeah. I mean, if you're. I f- hope they, that they would have to drug test coaches. That's crazy. How are you going to hold the athletes to a certain thing? When weed isn't performance enhancing, it's just like, you know, a regular nine to five, you get drug tested. All right, you can drug test the coach too. I mean, look, some the way some of these coaches act, I could not do that sober. Like they're yelling at the ref, spits flying out of their <laughs> mouth in high def. I would have to at least be drunk to be that belligerent yelling at a ref, you know? Wow. Really? I always wonder you can't if just there's... like stick up for your team. No, I don't think I could, Kia. Wow, it's fucked up. I always wonder if there's any (laughs) players that play better high. Because, like, when you're growing up, there's always, like, a pothead at the basketball park that's actually good. That's true. So I wonder if there's any players that play better high. Kia, I'll tell you which coach is for sure sober all the time. Brad Stevens of the Celtics. (laughs) He, like, walks over to the coach (laughs) and, like, whispers to them. He's like, I really didn't appreciate that. Meanwhile, Stan Van Gundy is, like... (laughs) Throwing food at the refs. <laughs> I love the Van Gundys. Yeah. Jeff and Stan. Huge fans. Yeah, I'm a big fan too. Just yeah. when Jeff is holding on Patrick Ewing's leg or whoever's leg that was in that fight, that's amazing. That's another problem with Chris Paul is uh, he will act oh, like six. he can fight <laughs> and you go, yeah, I don't I don't think you're actually prepared to fight Kenyon Martin, Chris Paul. I don't, I don't believe it. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, who do you have uh, higher, Chris Paul or Rondo? Rondo. Yeah, I have Rondo higher too. I think so. Look at that right away. Another player. That's Rondo's higher. so good though. Rondo's so underrated. A better passer, a better defensive player when he was in his prime. <laughs> Bless okay. you. I think hands down a better yeah. defensive player when he was in his prime. Yeah. Yeah. He would guard up on LeBron and shit. Chris Paul's not doing that. Yeah, he's more versatile. They're both really good defensively. I don't know. Uh, I push for Rondo. Okay. Uh, anything else about about Steve Kerr uh, rolling blunts, Kia? Um, I got nothing on uh, that one. <laughs> okay. Uh, I also got uh, just some other stories that we could. Uh, did you? Uh, so Lizzo had a performance at the BT Awards a few weeks ago. That was it was really good. I saw that you liked you liked it too. So Eagle, you want to start and then we'll. Well, I didn't see the performance. What happened is uh, one of my friends had a song of hers in his Insta story, and I was like, "What is that? Like that's dope." And he was like, "Oh, you got to look this chick up." I'm so late on her, and yeah. I looked her up, and I mean, I bumped her on the way over here. Like I love her, man. She's great. I love her so much. My girl was like, "Yo, if she wasn't fat, I know you'd want her." And I was like, "Yo, I would." <laughs> She's great. Wow. Okay. I mean, sure. That's a, that's a, that's a that's a take on it. Uh, Kia, exact same take, or do you have any differences between what Eagle said? Um, you know, I feel like I should just exact same take. I just feel like it's that was great. No, I thought her performance was amazing, and there's like a a moment in it. 
where and they the camera guy Lizzo should slip the camera guy like a hundred bucks because he cuts to Rihanna right when Rihanna's deciding that she likes it. You know that moment where you decide that you fuck with an artist? So Rihanna's like getting out uh-huh. of her seat and starts clapping and getting into it. And everybody watching just goes like, well, if Rihanna likes this, I have to too. And it's just, it's a power. I mean, it's, it was the best performance of the night. And she, you know, Cardi B was on that show. They had some good people on that, on that lineup. Um, so, Key, I don't know if you uh, saw this, but uh, Aziz Ansari had a special come out on Netflix yesterday. It was a. It was a very. I have not seen it. It's worth watching. It wasn't uh, yesterday. It's a couple was days it ago. Two days ago. All right, yeah. Eagle. Once again, you you can talk about it, and then I'll say a little bit about it. Yo, just great special. I saw him working it out a lot at the cellar. I saw him work it out a lot. Like yeah. he was doing like four shows a night, an hour each show, and Damn. it was. Like, when he was working it out, I was like, oh, this is different. Like, this is not, like, old Aziz. This is phenomenal. Like, it was way different. It's, it's really... Not that old Aziz is whack. Obviously, he's not, but... Mm, I thought so. I, he had his moments. I liked his first he's, special. Yeah, his the first second special, and third yeah. I didn't like. Um, but he... You could definitely tell he's an elite comedian. Yeah. But it's it's so intellectual. It's so, so well different. shot, right? It's, it's Spike well Jones, shot. the guy who made her and Where the Wild Things Are, he killed it. I thought it was the best shot special I've seen. Yeah, directing Since wise, it was dope. Ch- early Chappelle. Directing wise, it was dope. Um, you think early Chappelle was shot well? See, I think it was shot just like basic specials. You know the one where he's wearing the giant blue shirt? I think yeah. it's in San Francisco. So it's not like cinematically shot well, but the vibe is so fucking fun. And the guy who shot that is actually Sanaya Lathan's dad, uh, Stan Lathan, um, directed both those specials. And he just captures the vibe of like this guy – just has an audience in the palm of his hand, even though the camera angles aren't like. I think the best shot special, you know, in the same category as great shot, because this was shot really well, yeah. is uh, Kings of Comedy, Spike Lee. That's I think great, Spike Lee yeah. shot that better than I've ever seen anything shot. It was, you get you get intimate faces of the crowd members laughing, and then you shoot back to Bernie Mac or Steve Harvey, whoever, yeah. and you it like, it's, it's so well done. The camera angles, it's like fire. I just wish they had dressed those guys in a way where they stood out a little bit more. Instead of all just big suits? <laughs> no, I'm joking, because they were in like purple suits and lime green ties and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that that is also a brilliantly shot special. Um, I think, but on a stand-up level, yeah. Aziz, that's special. Wow, really yeah. fucking good. Yes, um, he killed that. Now I'm really interested. How were when you saw him working it out? Was it giant laughs in the room, or because he definitely has the audience in the palm of his hand? But it's not like, I mean, I've heard he killed harder in the room. Yeah, he killed. Yeah, yeah the special he didn't kill as hard as when I saw him working. Sometimes it out. they don't they don't like turn the laughs on loud for a special too, so you can really hear. So you can you, you can can't fully yeah. gauge that. Like, but sometimes. You'll hear a special like Patrice O'Neill's Elephant in the Room and the laughs on the special are so loud where you're like, oh, he's triple killing. Like nobody. Yeah. Could, they turn nobody's up, turning that, up the laughs. That audience mic is, is more plugged in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's worth watching. Kia. I thought it was really good. I thought that there was um, moments where it was great. I mm-hmm. I liked it. Very. Uh, he's he's turning that corner into greatness with stuff like this. Yeah, for sure. Um you? We'll cut that out. That's just that means that it's like reconnecting. You back? Hello. Hey. Yeah, hey, I'm back. Up? Can you hear me? Yes, yeah. we can hear you. <laughs> uh, okay. Sorry. So I got another thing that I'm happy to gloss over or stay with. Jaden Smith said that he's uh, he's announcing a career change. He's going to be a full time inventor. He's going to try to be the next Elon Musk. 
Any any yeah. thoughts on that, Kia? I mean, sure. Yeah, I don't see why not. That's just um. Well, he has like none of the science background, but yeah, I mean, unless uh, he does low key. I mean, Elon Musk is he's like the guy who invented the Tesla, and he invents a lot of crazy stuff that like changes how he's the guy who smoked weed on Joe Rogan. I know, I know how crazy it may sound for him to say that because at first value, it's like okay, you spoiled little rich kid that yeah. thinks he could do anything. But I think that's just the hater in everybody. He did steal Tyler from Frank Ocean. That's pretty impressive. (laughs) But I I think I genuinely think it's it's just the hater in everybody. Because in reality, just genetically speaking, he's got got a great mind. People say Willow speaks like five languages. That's what I'm saying. Like, because Will Smith is genuinely a genius. So, Mm -hmm. like, just genetics wise, he's got a great mind. So, I mean, maybe. So we're thinking he's going to invent. He's going to be like the Thomas Edison of. I don't think that level. Yeah. I think he'll invent a company that does dope shit. Okay. He'll be that would be dope, though. I okay. mean, he's already got, like, that food truck thing. He exactly. Did. What's the food truck? water bottle thing? What's, yeah. What are those? I, I don't believe know what in those him. Are. I believe in him. I think he could do it. What are those, Kia? So the, the food truck is he's giving, um, like, free food to basically homeless people, like oh, vegan awesome. food or something. Yeah. And then the water bottle thing, I thought he created, like, some type of water bottle that was healthy for the environment and I know he did some stuff with uh Flint Michigan and their water stuff like so he's, he's been he's been doing this yeah yeah but I believe in him okay yeah I think it's just great and he's only 21 like he literally just turned he's 21 I think like last week yeah like last week I think Wow. Yeah, I don't even know if he's 21 yet he might yeah maybe he just turned 21 he's young so he's going to have his first drink and get completely derailed <laughs> yep no, <laughs> I think he's got a. I think he's got a really good head on his shoulders. Like I think he's just been raised really well. I mean, he's doing all this stuff before he's twenty one. I think it's just incredible. When I first saw the article headline, I just I read it quick and I thought it said that Jaden Smith wants to be a time traveler <laughs> instead of full time inventor. That's a believable headline too. Like, I was like, he probably will figure it out. <laughs> not that he, not that he'll wow. figure it out, but just the fact that he wants to. I'd be like, oh yeah, I could see him wanting that and like announcing it. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's awesome that he's doing all that great stuff. Um, yeah, the only other thing I got on here is the Cardi B Jermaine Dupree beef. Did you guys hear about that at all? Why? Why? Yeah. Um, Not I into mean, it. I listened to his. Uh... Yeah, go for it, Q. No, I was gonna say I listened to uh, what Jermaine Dupree said and. I, well, what I took from it is basically it said like all the female rappers we have these days are only rapping about like sex and pussy and all this kind of stuff and he's just saying like what happened to the real the real writers and then cardi is just saying like well we just rapping about what's up so we've had rappers that come and try to talk about you know like the same shit that kendrick does or j cole but they don't get no burn nobody plays them so she's like we just rapping about what's up she's like and that's that so i was like oh all right I thought I, mean, I think there's much to it. Well, I thought that that was a smart answer, and then the second half of the answer, she was like, instead of denigrating the people at the top, why don't you endorse female rappers that aren't talking about that stuff? And she named a couple people, and then she uh, she named Tierra Whack, who I think is like That's dope. the best rapper point blank under the age of 25. I just think she's amazing. Oh, really? Yeah, I think she's so fucking good. She's like, oh. she to me. She's like a combination of Missy Elliott and, and like Andre 3000. Like, it's just so good. Well, here's here's my thing is, for one, great answer, Cardi. And sex does sell. Yeah. Historically. And also, 
What the fuck? I'm, what are these people talking about who keep on talking about rap, female rappers nowadays only talk about sex? Like, dog, forever. Trina, Lil' yeah. Kim. I got an ass so big like the sun. Come on, Trina. Like, Lil' Kim talking well, about... she was talking about her life. Dick, da, 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 I suck your dick. Like, Lil' Kim, what? Are you serious? All they yeah. talked about was sex. By the way, Lil' Kim was serious when she said that. Yeah, but I'm saying there's only been two female rappers ever who didn't talk about sex. Who? Lauren Hill and... Uh, and Missy. And, and even Missy, Missy talked about sex. Missy talked about partying. Then yeah, sex was adjacent yeah, to that. The, for the fucking sure. the, the fucking elephant thing. Yeah. She's talking about a dick. Yeah, she uh, said. Kia? Hello. Yeah, Kia, you back? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, you hear it? So to update you, we were saying um, <laughs> there's only been two female rappers ever who Eagle didn't said. talk about sex. Because I could name like Queen Latifah <laughs> and some other people. But yeah, sure. Um, for the most part, I would agree with that. I think Queen Latifah talked about sex too. Did she? Yeah. I don't know. I've just seen the I know, album I know covers. Missy, Missy, matter of fact, so Missy did. So even if, it's still only two. It's yeah. Queen Latifah and Lauren Hill. Yeah. It's like every female rapper talked about sex. Why are people shaming the new ones? Well, for a while, a lot of rappers were talking about sex, and there would be 12 male rappers for every one female rapper. Well, so not, if we did the ratios, But I'm not saying it in a negative way. I'm not saying no, it no. like, you know, women talk about sex is what they do. I'm saying like... Stop shaming the new female rappers well, as the, if it's something new. Like that's other, what female rappers rap about. The they rap other, about sex. The other thing about it is that rap gets played a lot in nightclubs and other environments where it is fun as fuck for the music for the MC or whoever's doing the music to be pushing a message of like, let's have fun. Let's stop worrying about yeah. what, STDs and pregnancy. Let's <laughs> fuck no, raw. I was gonna say like, <laughs> I was going to say, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> wait a second. That was Eagle at the end of that. I'm sure you could tell. But like, let's stop worrying about office norms, like the norms of an office place and let's have fun or let's stop worrying about the problems of the world and let's have fun. Or yeah, STDs and pregnancy. Sure. Yeah. Um, that was, uh, <laughs> who's the, that uh, was Naughty by Nature. Who was like, uh, who, who's saying uh, I like it raw? Who I don't know. Yeah, baby. I like it raw. <laughs> who was that? I don't remember. Somebody. ODB, maybe? I don't know. Somebody. Um, but, but yeah, well, we'll cut this last thing, and then uh, we'll just wrap it up. Um, you back? Yeah. All right. We're, I think, yeah, we're ready to wrap it up. Um, oh, the, the last thing I had, if you had any thoughts on this, Kia, uh, they announced that the captains for the WNBA All-Star Game are going to be uh, El, uh, Deladonna and... Uh, Asia Wilson. Um, wow. First of all, it's Della Don. Della Don. So, I knew I was going to mess that up. I, I got it in my head. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> um, I'm going to edit that. I'm just so. like super excited. <laughs> I think they both uh, deserved it. They're both great players. Um, it should be good. And it's in Vegas. So. It, now, I don't know if you can, if you want to say, but who would you take first if you were either of them? Who's like in the, in the pool where you're like, that's my first overall pick. Hello. You back? Okay. So uh, I was saying, okay. who would you take first out of the remaining talent pool? Like, who would be your first overall draft pick? Um, out of the ten that were already selected as starters, or just in general? Uh, yeah, in general, I would say. I mean, if it's not one of the ten. Um, I don't know. That's a tough question. I mean, obviously, I feel like I'm gonna just go with my New York Liberty. Okay. Players and like he and her, she got selected as an all-star starter. Her first oh, second year. Congrats. And then um, I'm sure 
Yeah, and I'm sure Tina Charles will get um, selected as a reserve player. Um, but she's been an all-star like seven or eight times. So, of course, I'll take those two. And a UConn alum, so. Great. Okay. Well, uh, that's uh, that's it for us. Thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in this week. Um, for I promise you, we're never going to spend that much time bashing Chris Paul again. I feel like we got it out of our system. <laughs> and uh, man, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in. You can follow us on Instagram. You can follow Kia at KStokes41, Eagle at Eagle Wit, and me at Will Posnan. And uh, we'll see you next week.